Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create your own MFR business, how to have one, and what to do to get started. Each week, we will discuss practical ways to create a business that keeps you from under-earning and burning out. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Over 10 years ago, I decided to change my massage practice to MFR only. I became fully booked and have enjoyed years of success helping people to get out of pain and return to active lifestyles. I'm here to help you do it too, even if you live in a tiny town and even if you've never had a business before. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the MFR Coaches Podcast. I am your host, Heather Hommel, the MFR Coach, and I help people to start or tweak their MFR businesses so that they work the hours they want to work and they make the money they want to work and they are living their best lives. Today, I wanted to talk about something that just happened over the weekend involving me and my son. And I think lots of people can relate to being a people pleaser. I am definitely one, and that's something that I work on all of the time by getting coached and by being super aware of the decisions that I'm making and why I'm making them and what feelings I'm trying to avoid when I'm making certain decisions. So we learned a big lesson this weekend. My son was invited to go on a mission trip for someone else's church a few months ago. He was invited by a friend that is his friend. We live in a small town, so everybody knows each other. We are newer to this town, so we don't know everybody on the level that some people know each other. But regardless, live in a small town with one stoplight. Everybody knows each other at least a little bit. So he was invited on this trip, and he immediately said yes, and he instantly started to regret it. Now, I didn't know the level of regret, but I could kind of feel it too, even in my saying yes for him to go. We didn't really know much about it. He didn't know if they'd be together in the group. We just, we really didn't know much about it. And we never actually learned too much more in detail about it, even as time went on. So anyway, he said yes, instantly started to regret it. At the time, he didn't know he was going to miss a baseball tournament. He didn't know it was going to end up costing close to $800 to go. He didn't know he was going to miss Father's Day if he went. So he said yes. We said yes. Mainly said yes because we didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So instead, we hurt our own. We went through all the motions and did all the things all the while, like not feeling very well about it kind of looking for evidence why he shouldn't go. But we paid the money, we went to the meetings, we bought the supplies, and we just continued to kind of suffer in silence because we were both thinking, this is the right thing to do. You made a commitment, so you should follow through no matter what. Now, I have for the longest time prided myself as being the person that always follows through on their commitment, can be the go-to girl, the one you can count on, the one that will show up for things even when she doesn't want to. But I've decided now that I'm in my 40s that I'm no longer going to be like that. But I find myself still doing it all the time. I think part of that, you know, you made a commitment and you should follow through no matter what also goes along with people will think you're not a good person if you back out. People will think you're a terrible parent If you don't make your child follow through, like, what are you teaching your child? It will hurt that other child's feelings if you don't go because he needs a friend. Why can't you just go and be uncomfortable and get over yourself, right? These are all questions I've pondered and also all of the things I've used to talk me into doing things that I didn't want to do. 
So we get to the day before this trip. My son has always been easygoing and he was just going to go on the trip anyway, even if he didn't want to. He kept saying he would go. He kept saying, well, you paid a lot of money, so I feel obligated, all the things. He saw me buying the tools and packing all the stuff and getting the snacks. The day before, we were out getting his haircut and last-minute supplies, and we stopped for lunch at the Olive Garden, which is his favorite place to eat. And of course, we haven't been in a restaurant in a long time. So he was very excited that we were going to get to go out to eat. But I noticed he ordered his food and didn't eat anything. And he was so quiet during lunch. And this kid is a nonstop eater. He's 14 years old and he's six feet, two inches. He eats a lot of food. The feeling I could pick up on was very familiar to me. And this is what I was imagining him feeling was a cross between homesickness and total shame and confusion. He didn't want to disappoint me. He didn't want to disappoint this other family. He didn't want to disappoint this other boy. I asked him what was going on and he wouldn't answer me. He just said, I'll go. It's fine. I'll be back in a week and I will survive. And he meant it. He meant it with every ounce of his being. He meant it. He had tears in his eyes. And I offered him this. I said, what if there isn't a right or a wrong answer here? What if you just get to decide what you want to do? No choice is better. Going or not going doesn't make you more worthy or less worthy of a person. His eyes got kind of big. He said, obviously going is better because then no one knows I don't want to go. No one's feelings will be hurt and no one will be disappointed in me. And I calmly said to him, is your own disappointment worth less than someone else's? Is it okay to disappoint and let yourself down just to spare someone else's feelings? Feelings you aren't even responsible for or in control of? And I reminded him that he's not responsible for anyone's feelings, but his own. Just like I'm responsible for my feelings and you're responsible for yours. And the sooner people learn that type of magic, the better. So this is what ended up happening. He decided not to go. And as the mother in this situation, it was my job then to take over from there. And I let the other mom know, and it happened to only be an hour before they were leaving. I really wanted to die inside, mostly because I didn't want to feel shame. I didn't want to think about all the things they were going to be thinking of me. You know, the exact same thing my son was going through. But I coached myself through it. I realized... I don't want to also disappoint myself and I want to be a good example for him. Part of me really wanted my husband to do it for me. I think I even offered him $20, but then in the end, I decided I could handle it. I'm an adult. I'm a life coach. I can do hard things. I'm an MFR therapist. I can do hard things. So I messaged the mom. I didn't apologize. I didn't lie. I just told the truth. 100% the truth. He didn't want to go. I said, he's learning a lesson by speaking up for himself and also learning a lesson and saying yes to something that is actually a no. There are consequences either way. Sometimes it might be easier to say no sooner, to listen to yourself and to honor what you want to do, not what you think someone else wants you to do. And then I worked all day, five minutes at a time, reminding myself that the person's respect I want the most is my own, that I care the most about showing up as me, about my kids showing up as them, 
And I don't want anyone doing anything for me that they don't want to do. Does people pleasing seem easier in the moment? Yes, it does. Is it? No. The cost is that you are lying to people. You're lying to yourself. You are suffering. You aren't showing up as you when you do this. And it's totally manipulative. You aren't doing anyone any favors. You still don't have any control over what someone thinks about you, how they feel about you. You're also letting yourself down. And there's no more important relationship than the one you have with yourself. If you can learn how to trust yourself, respect yourself, and say no to even the little things you don't want to do, you are under no obligation to make someone like you. You are worth it to do the work, to tell the truth, and to show up with your own integrity, even if you risk letting someone else down. And this is not to say you should only do things you like and that you need to be 100% comfortable to do things. It's exactly the opposite. Realizing when you are saying yes out of integrity and when you are saying it to spare feelings is a major superpower. You still do things when you don't want to, you know, like the garbage and the dishes. But you might not offer to watch your grandkids when you really don't want to and tell the truth versus making up an excuse, which keeps your relationships more honest, more authentic. And I think even if you disappoint your kids and you don't watch your grandkids, they're still going to love you and actually respect you even more. I'm a big advocate of telling the truth, even when it feels terrible. Everyone benefits from the truth always. Other people get to decide how to think and feel and react to your truth, and you get to do the same. It's total freedom. You can apply this to your life in all circumstances. Find out, check in, where are you people-pleasing? Where are you saying yes to something that is actually a really big no? How often are you doing it and how big of a pattern is this for you now? It does take some work and it does feel uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. Did I feel uncomfortable all weekend? Yes. Did I have waves of shame wash over me? Yes. But that's okay. It's okay to feel those feelings, right? It doesn't mean that we did anything wrong. There was no wrong or right in that situation. I think probably people have opinions, but my opinion of myself and my son are the really the only ones I care about. So in that aspect, it's very freeing. Do I have to constantly remind myself that those are the two opinions I care the most about? Yes. That's also okay. This is a skill that you have to practice, that you have to put into operation and try out and realize that you aren't going to always feel good. So the lesson is, do you want to be a people pleaser or do you want to be the kind of person that has an amazing relationship with themselves and always tells the truth? You let me know which one you pick. All right. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and I'll see you next time on the MFR Coaches Podcast. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the MFR Coaches Podcast. Check out my book, The MFR Coaches Guide to Having Your Own Myofascial Release Business. Autographed copies are available at my website, www.themfrcoach.com. Kindle version and print also available on Amazon. 
follow me on Facebook and Instagram at The MFR Coach for more info on today's topic. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. See you next week.